Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, Mark Singh. And I'm John Anthony. And today we are going to talk about some critical things you can do to yourself right now to make yourself more physically attractive to women. And when we say physically attractive, this is just very base level. It's not internal game kind of stuff. It's really just how you look, how you present yourself, your style, the clothes you wear, the tattoos you might have, the way you do your hair, the way you pluck your eyebrows, the way you pluck your nose nose hairs, the way you manscape and all that good stuff. So we're really going to lay down some things that, that women look for. We've had a chance to speak to many women about this kind of thing, and they definitely have their opinion on it. And while you don't have to be super Brad Pitt good looking, it is important that you follow some basic rules of style, hygiene, and um, and style, style, hygiene, and style. Remember, remember dodgeball, duck, dive, dip, dodge, and dodge. Do you remember yeah. that movie? That's what I just did. <laughs> so style, hygiene, and style, bro. Those are the three most important things. So okay. um, one of the one reasons three we, are the biggest. Yeah. One of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast today is because John and I both just got some tattoos last weekend and it was completely coincidental. We hadn't planned it that way. We just happened to both make our appointments um, in the same weekend. John flew out to, what was it, Austin? Austin, Texas. Is that where you got it? Did yep. you did you pre-select your tattoo artist or did you just like find some random douchebag uh, in a I just found, you know, I just found a random douchebag uh, in, in the streets and just asked him. But uh, <laughs> no, I actually, I actually did. I... um. I knew I was going to be in Austin that weekend, and so I just looked up the you know different Instagram accounts to look at their work, and I found a guy that I, I thought did decent work, and I just scheduled an appointment there. Yeah, that's what I did. So when I initially got my tattoo, I um, I looked around and looked and looked, and I'm in the Denver area, and I really wanted a, a portrait, like black and white. I wanted him to do an Apollo statue. Apollo is the uh, archer. He's the protector of Sparta and is big in Greek mythology. And so I wanted a black and art, a black and gray artist that did really good, you know, work in that respect. Couldn't find anybody. Couldn't find anybody. And then I saw that the uh, Denver Tattoo Convention was coming to town. Looked at all the artist portfolios, and there was this dude from Fresno, California, who was coming out to Denver. And I just, I was like, no way. He's probably booked, you know, a couple of years in advance because he was so good. And he just happened to have availability. So I booked with him. He absolutely crushed my first tattoo. Um, which is again the the uh, statue of Apollo shooting shooting an arrow and then right below it's a Spartan and he just fucking completely did a great job. So last weekend I actually flew out to Fresno and uh, got a Buddha on the inside of my arm and for me it represents the duality of <clears throat> our spirit as men. I feel like we're warriors in one respect, but we also have a peaceful element to us, love, compassion, and all those things. And when you have the both of them in balance, that's when you become, you know, truly a man, in my opinion. And I feel like those are two big aspects of my personality. So I wanted that represented in my tattoo. So I went and got that done. And uh, he absolutely crushed the boot. I was super happy with it. I also got 1111 tattooed down on the underside of my wrist, just below the Buddha. Really happy with it. I think it looks awesome. And, um, the reason why we bring up the tattoo thing is because both John and I noticed that there has been a 19.8631% increase in the attention we get from women because of our tattoos. Is that true for you, John? Or did you say yours was a 23% increase? 
I'd say it was a 19.6814% increase for me. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yes. <laughs> so, so tell us about your tattoo. So um, first off, I think we should say that you, you shouldn't get a tattoo just to impress women. That's that's just what? stupid. And uh, you're like, what? What the fuck? Because <laughs> um, uh, just, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you get it for you, but it's like women are just kind of an added benefit. Um, and that's, that's everything to be honest, like with money, with looks, it's like, you want to do everything for you, but women are just kind of like an added side benefit. Um, and so another thing too, I just want to address like the common, uh, you know, stupid beliefs people might have up front. And, and another one too is like, Ooh, I thought the looks don't matter, John. It's like, okay, would you rather fight an uphill battle or a downhill battle? Like mm. if you have your looks handled, it's like fighting an up a downhill battle. Like, why would you purposefully not do your looks? Because, you know, just do, just do everything. Just do looks, game, money, like master everything. So with that in mind, um, I got my tattoo on my left hand. And it was kind of unique because I, I've been wanting a hand tattoo for a while because that's kind of like the forbidden spot that you can't get unless you're self-employed or like, you know, a mu- musician, which is self-employed, I guess. Um, and I kind of just wanted to like have that as a reminder of what I've done. Uh, you know, in my work and that I've come this far that I can not have to ever worry about getting a corporate job again. And um, I got the the eye of providence, which to me represents consciousness, because I think that awareness alone is curative. I mean, consciousness and awareness, uh, self-awareness are just really absolutely key to not only everything that Mark and I do, but to just everything. It's like most people live their lives with these unconscious patterns that they don't ever take a chance to question or even become aware of. And I think that that's what leads most people to live shitty lives. But when you can actually look within yourself, and by the way, a great book for this, which I've said a million times, is Prometheus Rising, when you can actually look within yourself and figure out what your unconscious habits are, your unconscious patterns are, how your ego is running you, whether your goals are actually your goals or self-imposed goals from society or what you think you should do from the Freudian superego, whatever, being able to cultivate that self-awareness is super key. And so – I've gotten three tattoos. Um, Mark, how, how long have you had your tattoos out of curiosity? When was the first one? It was pretty recent. Yeah, it was just like a couple three, months ago? three months ago. Yeah, so I've had them all of three and a half months probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I um I got my first tattoo when I was, I think, probably three years ago. Um, And so I've, I've noticed a marked difference in the way that uh, I attract women and the way that uh, – the type of women that I attract. So – uh, the, you know, and again, like don't do it for women, do it for you, but it's just an, a, an interesting observation. Um, so one thing that I've noticed is that obviously because tattoos kind of add a little bit of edge and they give off that bad boy vibe to who you are, you're going to attract hotter girls in general, not always, but hotter girls um, and more girls too. So that's one thing. Um, do you have anything else to say about tattoos, Mark? Yeah, I do. I have a few more things to say. So the tattoo, like John said, should certainly be something that you want and that represents you and i feel it should be something that's you know really important to you a lot of people just go and they get like mom tattooed on their arm or an anchor or some bullshit like a cartoon like you know what i mean like a cartoon character like gi joe or like star wars like to me to be really attractive and again it's your tattoo bro like if you want to get batman tattooed on your neck hey i'm not judging do what you want to do they might even attract some girls but like to me you know um a girl she's gonna ask you about it in the first conversation what i found like oh tell me about your tattoo and the first thing you should say is a joke like for me yeah. i got eleven eleven tattooed down on my wrist so i was telling john i'm gonna tell girls that it's the code to my garage door 
Like I, I have a really bad memory, so it's my garage door code. I just needed to get it tattooed because I forget every time. Ha ha ha! Who could forget eleven eleven, right? And then you say, no, you know, this is this is the reason because I'm really into meditation, and that's why I have the Buddha. And um, I struggled with anxiety in my life at one time, and meditation literally saved my life. Like I'm talking literally. Um, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Meditation literally saved my life, and during that phase of my life, and up to this day. It seems like every time I'm on purpose, when I'm walking the walk that I was meant to walk, I always see 1111 on the clock. I always see 111, 222, 333. And to me, it's spirit talking to me. So when I have it tattooed down here on my wrist, um, it always reminds me to stay on purpose. And it always reminds me that, you know, I believe that spirit is looking out for me. I believe that we have a purpose. And my purpose is to help men in these kinds of things, attract women to help men, you know, get self-esteem to get happiness. So that's what it represents to me. And so if you can get in a tattoo that actually represents something really cool to you, when a girl asks about it, you first make a joke about it. Like John has a ta- uh, an eye tattooed on his hand and I immediately texted him. I said, tell girls it's because you're short and now you can see to the top shelf of, you know, your kitchen because you can never see what's up there on the top shelf. So it's a great way. It's a great way to, you know, joke with women. But then what John just explained about the consciousness and becoming, you know, uh, self-aware as a man and all these great things, that's an amazing thing to speak to women about because they're going to know that you're you're a deep guy who has deep thoughts and who is philosophical and actually intelligent. So it's a great way to explain yourself. And secondly, it's really important that you choose a, a good tattoo artist. Um, a lot of people will just choose, you know, the slapjack that's in their city. Some jackass, they just walk into a tattoo shop and they pick something out of a book. You should do what John and I did, which is to research on Instagram. I highly suggest all the best tattoo artists have Instagram accounts. Go to Pinterest to figure out what you want to do and and really design it. And what I did too is I'll take a picture of the place where I want to get my tattoo and I'll upload it into Photoshop and I'll start Photoshopping shit onto my arm. And, you know, mm. with today's technology, you can make stuff look really legit. Like I photoshopped the Buddha on the 1111 and it literally looks exactly like my tattoo turned out. And I showed that to my tattoo artist and I said, this is exactly how I want it. Make sure to do this, that and the other. Sure, they might talk you out of it. They might suggest other things. But, you know, prior preparation prevents poor performance. What I always say to my employees, the five P's, you should really practice that with your tattoo because this is on you for life. And again, it should really mean something to you. Don't just do it for women. Um, That's just a nice side benefit. But I'll tell you, when you do get a really nice looking tattoo, girls will comment on it. I've had a lot of, I've had already um, three different girls tell me it's the best tattoo they've ever seen in their life. I had two different tattoo artists come up to me and say, hey, can I look at your tattoo? Who did this? One guy, I was in jujitsu class and I was rolling with this guy and he pulls me over. He's like, man, who did your tattoo? And I was like, oh, this dude in Fresno. And he was like sitting there looking at it for like literally two minutes, just staring at it. And I was like, well, what's your deal? He's like, oh, I own a tattoo shop. You know, I do tattoos for a living. This is amazing work. So when you get something really good, it improves your looks, you know. And again, looks are just one little thing to make you more attractive to women. And certainly game is far, far more important than looks. But it's going to get your foot in the door. Girls approach me with it. They come talk to me about it. They want to know about it. And if you have a little joke lined up uh, with each of your tattoos, it just creates more conversational substance for both you and her to seek, sink your teeth into. 
Yeah. And if you don't want to get a tattoo, no worries, because um, there's a whole bunch of other shit, obviously, you can do to improve your, your physical appearance. Um, and so I think we should list list out the broad categories. So I think, like you said, Mark, there's there's style and style, which are super important. <laughs> and then there's like there's like hygiene and which I guess grooming and hygiene are kind of one and the same. Yeah. And then there's like your physical health, which is like obviously, you know, getting getting more muscular, more leaned. If you're overweight, cut that shit out immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk cologne. about style. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Style is the biggest by far. So, yeah. First things first, uh, a lot of the time, like one one tip that I got that was really, really interesting that I liked was, first of all, don't get too attached to like a certain type of style. Like some people, some people feel like it's like fake to like dress a certain way that they don't feel like is congruent with who they are. And that's fair. Like there are some things that might not be congruent with who you are, but you should still always like dress with a certain goal in mind. Like if you want to, you know, impress someone dress that way. If you want to, you know, like when I'm, when I'm just, uh, alone at home, like doing work, I just wear like shorts and, and some, you know, something that I don't really care too much about to impress people. When I go out to the gym, I'll wear something different that's functional, but that still looks really good. When I go out to, you know, to the bars or, or clubs or whatever, I'll wear something different. Um, another thing too is fit is always more important than the price of what you're wearing. So if you get something that's well fitted, you know, you can you can look like you're wearing a few thousand dollars worth of clothes if you just buy stuff at like Zara's and H and M and just get it really well fitted, right? Like a, a $500 suit that's well fitted will look so much better than a Gucci $7,000 suit that isn't well fitted. The first thing I tell guys is to look at the style of the dudes who are attracting the women who you want and, and to that, attract. That too. Yeah. Super, super important. And a lot of the times I'll go to the bars and I'll see dudes who are wearing, you know, like these, these jeans from Walmart with tennis shoes and like a tucked in shirt of a wolf howling at the moon. You know what I mean? And Steve Jobs meets D and D look. <laughs> exactly. And you know, while while there's something to be said about being your own man and rocking your own style and not giving a shit about what people think, there is something to be said about being stylish and, you know, um, conforming to some of the things that women are naturally attracted to. One thing that women are attracted to are nice shoes. They really look at your shoes as representation of what you are. And what I like to wear is uh, diesel. Have you heard of diesel clothing, John? Yeah, I actually have some diesel boots. Exactly. I do too. It would, it would be completely ironic if we had the same freaking boots too. Man. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture after this, oh, dude. And knowing us, it's probably the same. <laughs> it's probably the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I got diesel boots. I wear diesel jeans. I really like the diesel look because I feel like it represents kind of that edginess that I like to go for. I like to yeah. – my style is kind of like punk rock mixed with – I don't know, dude <laughs> – um, a little bit more like I wear like a clean haircut, but then like with yeah. a punk rock look. So it seems like women are really attracted to that. So you need to, you need to find the look of the women who you're trying to go for. Again, you don't have to conform to it completely. You can definitely make your own style, but pay attention to some of the trends. And like what John said, it's really important that it fits you correctly. I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, many people will buy clothes off the internet. And while I think that's okay, if you know what the size is and you've already tried it on, I definitely suggest you go to the mall first, try it on, and then if you want to grab it off Amazon for a cheaper price, go ahead and do so. But I would I would shy away from buying a cool pants off an Instagram ad, which I just did this, by the way, which is why I'm bringing it up, uh, because they look awesome on the ad. And then when they come in, 
uh, they're far too small for you and they make your stick legs look even stickier. So mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened to me and now I'm having to return them. So you need to go try them on. Uh, wear cool clothing. You don't have to completely be trendy and keep up with the trends. In fact, often it's good to just have some nice fitting like black t-shirts, some nice basic jeans that fit you correctly. Girls are actually really attracted to the butt. So if you can make some jeans that, that make your butt look good, that's really important. And definitely some nice boots. Um, stay away from like the boat shoes. Stay away from athletic shoes in the clubs. Boots are really good. Like on a first date, what I would suggest to my clients is to wear boots, jeans, a t-shirt, and maybe like a cool jacket. And that's her equivalent of uh, quote-unquote casual when you tell her, hey, we're going to do this. Dress casually. She's going to dress to a level that matches that level I just yeah. explained. And it's really important because if you show up looking like you just got back from the gym or if you show up looking like you just got back from a Dungeons & Dragons convention – uh, she's going to get really turned off by that because to, to for women, style is really, really important. Yeah, it is. And the reason why is because style is an outgrowth of who you are as a man. Like it, it shows there's certain styles and like things that you wear that show people uh, like how successful you are, what circles you're in and basically who you are. Right. So like mm -hmm. that's why, again, that's why designer brands are again, you don't need them, but that's why they're they exist. It's because people know when they see someone who has a Gucci uh, you know, who has some Gucci flip flops, for example, they know that like this guy is making money. Right. It's like that. That is that's there's no way around that assumption. Like this person is making enough money to have something like that. Um, and so what you said about the, that kind of like core casual outfit, I think is super key mark. Cause like, that's, that's like the core core, like good looking, but casual outfit is like some nice dark denim jeans, like some boots that match it, uh, a t-shirt and like maybe a jacket or a bomber of some sort. And what I would add into that too, guys is first things first, or not first things first, but first off, look for, uh, learn how to match colors, right? So if you look at my my wardrobe personally, I have a lot of like I have a lot of blacks and like neutral neutral colors. So like black, gray, white, because they're very easy to match with like a lot of different things. Uh, you know, so a black jacket, I have a black leather jacket, a gray bomber, like a military style bomber, and uh, just some other things like that. And you can look at like different tones too. So like earth tones, for example, all generally go well together. Um, I try to have like the base of my outfit be a neutral color, so like black or white, and then I'll add in like maybe a shirt that's like an earth tone or like some something that that kind of flows like that. So uh, again, another thing with colors too is don't be that guy who fucks up a black belt with brown shoes. You want your shoes yeah. and your belt to <laughs> to always match. Uh, if you have a watch too that has a leather strap, make sure it's the same color as your belt and your boots. Um, Diesel is a great brand, that, but that they're more expensive. So the way I look at it is like the entry level kind of stylish brands. You can get good stuff at like Zara's, H and M. Uh, what's that other one? Not Urban, not Urban Express, but there's like some some other ones that are um, uh, oh no, it's Express. Um, that are like you know fairly fairly Urban cheap, Express. But, you know, Wait, not, uh, not Urban uh, Express or no? Yeah, Express. Yeah, that's Express, just it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, and then you know beyond that, there's like the uh, moderately expensive designer brands like Diesel. Um, and then beyond that, there's like you know Gucci and Versace and shit like that, which again you you totally don't need, but you can if you want to, if you want to show off. Um, again, uh, it's all about the style. So, in addition to your actual physical clothing, 
another thing to get down to is your your jewelry, right? So as a general rule, um, I always have when I go out and I'm specifically dressing to impress, I always have a watch, uh, depending on the outfit, maybe some bracelets and a necklace too. Um, you know, necklaces are really good. I find that um, I wear a lot of necklaces that have gemstones attached to them. So like citrine or uh, there's another black one that I like. They, they have different like properties that they're supposed to imbue you with if you uh, agree with that philosophy. I don't know if I do or if I don't. I just think it's interesting. It's a good conversation starter. Um, as for colognes, I really like – recently I've, I've been – I've gotten a lot of compliments on uh, it's Eros by Versace, uh, Victoria's Secret – for him is another good one too. And then the classic sort of like uh, cologne that was really popular in the 90s but for some reason just disappeared is uh, cool. I think Cool Water by Davidoff. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different stuff we could talk about but that's um, – there's that. And there's obviously hygiene like get some fucking deodorant. Don't be a slob. Um, you know, do some manscaping. Like personally, you, you know, you want to – I trim my armpit hair. Uh, shave it off as much as I can. There's usually like a little bit. I don't, I don't actually shave it but I have like a – uh, like a, a trimmer that you use, like people use to give yourselves bu- buzz cuts and shit. And I'll use that just on like my armpit hair just so it doesn't stink, you know, my chest a little bit. Um, you know, just um, just be well-groomed, guys. Like it's just, you know, look at um, GQ, like Google pictures of celebrities. You can, um, you know, you can always just like, again, look at the people that get the girls. Like, you know, right now just Google like Brad Pitt style or uh, the, you know, what's the dude's name from Twilight who played Jacob? Taylor Lautner's sty- style or fucking... Uh, Matt Bomer style, like just just Google these people, you know, um, the uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, uh, Nick Nicolaj Walter Costu style, like just Google, you know, insert a celebrity's name who people girls find attractive, and then just put style after it, and you'll get a general idea of what is good. And um, also, again, if you're going out like you should be, you'll see certain people with certain styles, and the style that you wear may or may not allow you to be qualified into a certain venue. Uh, or disqualify from a certain venue, right? So like I'm personally not – I'm personally in an area with a lot of hipster uh, crowds in my area. So, you know, but if you go to like LA for example, and for certain nightclubs, you need to be wearing designer clothes to get in. Otherwise, they just won't let you get in. Um, you need to be wearing, you know, like certain hipster clothes to get into other certain clubs that are more hipstery. So you always want to keep the environment in mind when you're dressing. But again, as a general rule, like everything we're saying, you should get on point. Your style, your hygiene, cologne, jewelry, uh, you know, you can get a tattoo if you want to, get a good haircut, pay 50 or 60 bucks for a haircut. I could go all day about this different shit, but do, do you have anything to add, Mark? Yeah, I wanted to circle back and basically glean over what you just talked about. So Regarding regarding shirts, uh, the fit is is super important, and I will choose fit well over any stupid design on it. And I want my arms to look good because women are oftentimes attracted to arms. And for me, it's a medium shirt um, that's kind of tight around the chest and shoulders and arms, and like it has to be up uh, past a certain level on my arm, particularly. So like my tricep pops because if the shirt is too low then it kind of look, makes me look like my, my arms are skinnier than they are. But when the arm is cut higher and not too high where you look like a douche, but just high enough where it's like, okay, she can tell that you work out and you have some muscle. The shirt is tapered. So it goes down and like she can tell that you have a six pack and then you have some nice pants on that actually fit you well, um, shows your butt. And like John said, the belt should be matching your shoes and then you have some nice boots on. 
if it's tailored to your body specifically, women really notice that. You'll be surprised when you start dating these really hot girls. They actually know more about men's style than most men do. <laughs> Yeah. Women will know much more about men's clothes than even I do. And I was like, how the hell do you know about that? And they just, you know, they read about it. They're interested in it. So when you show that that uh, style, it shows social intelligence. It shows that you're in the know. You probably have hot girlfriends that are your friends that, that help dress you. You know, you're stylish. And you don't have to, again – wear styles where you're supplicating to women like many guys will wear like super nice like hublot watches that are all like frosted out and like diamonds everywhere that's trying too hard but just like what i always try to do is i have to have a subtle i try to have a subtle yet um impactful fashion sense where it's like i'm not shoving it in the girl's face but obviously this guy's an alpha so the second i walk in the room she turns, she notices me, my clothes are on point, my hair is on point, I'm muscular, you know, I have some sick tattoos. It just says all the right things about you before you even open your mouth. Then it's like your body language and then your game, it's over. I mean, it's just it's just so easy. Regarding um, jewelry, I wear a cuff, a leather cuff that's from Thailand because when I was traveling through Thailand, I picked it up. Often girls will mention it to me and then I have a story about Thailand that I can tell them about. And an interesting thing that happened to me in Thailand, I'll briefly go over it. Uh, the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life approached me and was talking to me. And I was like, holy shit, this chick is a fucking solid 10. I cannot believe this is happening to me. My life has now ended. So I go back in the hotel and the, the front desk guy's like, hey, 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 come here, come here, come here. So I walk over there and, and I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, you know that girl you were talking to out there? I was like, yeah, unbelievably hot. He's like, yeah, that was a dude. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, we got a lot of transvestites here. So uh, unless you're into that, you know, I'm not judging, but uh, you might not want to be careful with that. So obviously I didn't show up to that meeting or did I? That would have uh, to be. No, I'm just kidding. Thailand. <laughs> yeah, be careful in Thailand, man. It's just like the uh, what's that movie? The Hangover. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like that that dude who's a chick is doing him from behind. Uh, yeah, it's really common in Thailand, but my God, man, some of those, some of those dudes can, uh, look like they're pretty hot girls. <laughs> very convincing. <laughs> so yeah, very convincing. So I have some jewelry. I personally don't wear necklaces just cause I don't think they look good on me. I don't wear uh, rings. I just have that one cuff that I wear. And then sometimes I'll wear like some rather leather wristbands on my other wrist, but it's good conversational pieces. You know, girls will ask you about it and you should be prepared if you're wearing something all the time a certain watch a certain piece of jewelry you should have a story behind it that's interesting guys are always asking well what do i talk to, about girls about this is a great thing your style the way you have your haircut i used to have like this um this kind of like mohawk you remember like a couple of years ago faux hawks were in style yeah where it's kind of like a mohawk but it's not anyway i used to rock that and it used to get really tall and girls would always kind of be like, my God, like that's a that's like almost a mohawk you have there. And I would have a series of jokes that I would say about it to show her that I don't care what she thinks of me. I'm not trying to impress her and to laugh at myself and to make her laugh while during the first conversation. So many times your style can be a really good piece of conversational substance that you and her can talk about. Um, moving into hygiene, obviously, as John said, you want to manscape. And what's interesting is under your armpits, a lot of BO is actually just bacteria that's hiding in your armpit hairs. So when you shave it down, uh, it gets rid of a ton of the BO. Like I don't even wear deodorant some of the time. If I'm going out, I'll wear deodorant. But 
I work from home. I have a home office. Um, I just don't wear deodorant during the day because it has aluminum in it and it's it's really not that good for you. Mm. You can get some other brands that are fine, but it's like I don't even find I get BO that bad because I shave my armpits. Now, I don't shave it bald. I leave like a little bit there, you know, just because just – that's just what I choose to do. But when you get it, get rid of those big ass poofs, not only in your armpits, but down on your fucking ball sack, um, it really cuts down on the smell. And let me ask you a question. What looks bigger, a sheep standing in tall grass or a sheep standing in no grass at all? Do the math on that. I'm just going to give you that analogy. Manscaped down there. What I found is they don't like it completely bald. Some do. They just like a little bit. Like just, just manscape it. Just go buy some hair cutters at walmart and and you know use the 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 seven clip or whatever the one clip i don't know but just you know manscape it down keep it trimmed keep that shit good looking because when it comes out and it unfolds out of your underwear if you got a big old 70s bush and then she gets hit with a big wave of like of burnt tacos and fucking Uh. bo she's not gonna want to suck on that thing so so keep that shit real clean you got to prepare yourself also your nails Girls are really, um, really anal about the cleanliness of your fingernails. So keep those trimmed. I personally don't get like manicures or anything, anything like that, but I just keep them trimmed. If I'm out on the weekend in the woods, I'll get like dirt under my nails. I'll immediately knock that out. Keep it real clean. You could still do manly stuff. Like John and I lift weights and we got big ass calluses on our hands. Um, that's fine. Personally, I think it's manly. Like when I touch a girl, she can feel kind of like my calloused hand. I'm not trying to like keep my hands soft and supple and smooth for girls. It's like, fuck that. But as far as fingernails are concerned, I definitely try to keep those dialed in. If you got like hairy ass arms or like a fucking disgusting black hair growing out of a mole, like, you know, just trim that shit. Like look in the mirror. If you got a unibrow, pluck it. If you got nose hairs coming out of your nose, like, like shave that shit. Try to get yourself dialed in. If you got dirty teeth, Man, if I'm talking to a girl and she's got dirty teeth, she's done. I won't mm. even talk to her. I'll be like, goodbye. Or she has bad breath, boom, she's done. I really, yeah. I really, really have to have like clean teeth. Girls are the same way and girls are even more anal about that than we are. So if you just get your get your hygiene dialed in, you'd be surprised at how much more attractive you'll look to women simply because so few guys actually do that. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's, it's not even about like being the best physically looking. It's about just like – being good looking with what you have, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like just just invest in like some. Okay, so one thing I'll do is um, I brush my teeth and I have a bottle of hydrogen peroxide, and I'll put my toothpaste on my toothbrush and then I squirt some hydrogen peroxide on my toothbrush, and it's actually the active ingredient they use in Crest white strips and other whitening tools like that, oh. and it's like a dollar for like a bottle that'll last you six months. Whoa. So literally just do that and you'll get like really white teeth. Um, you know, like floss, like a, a really white, good smile is like very attractive to girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also sometimes occasionally I'll get my eyebrows threaded because, you know, it's just annoying to pluck every single like unibrow hair and all that different shit. So, uh, you know, it'll be like 10 bucks. It's really quick, kind of gay, but I don't really care. Um, get a good haircut. It's always better to pay like, you know, 40 or 50 bucks or more if you're in a, a, an expensive city. Uh, for a good haircut than it is to just get like the shitty $10 Walmart fucking haircut from some girl who's probably on meth and doesn't care about her life. Sorry if anyone works at Walmart. Um, you know, so yeah, invest in your appearance, guys. Like it, it'll really show. It'll really show. Yeah, I don't have any problem with you uh, doing that thing to your eyebrows. I think that's a good idea. I went, and this sounds gay as hell, but I'm 41 and the wrinkles are starting to get in there. I went and I had a facial the other day, first time I ever did that. 
and it was it was really nice and it really made a difference man it makes your skin glow and they have a lot of options for if you're a bit older and you're starting to get those crow's feet or laugh lines um, a lot of girls tell me they add character and they don't care but if something's bothering you like i have pretty bad laugh lines because i'm always smiling always a positive fella but um they said they could – I don't think I'm ready to do Botox or anything gnarly like that. I don't want to like you know, make my muscles – I think they, they make your like muscles – paralyze them. They paralyze them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready to do that. But I would be down <laughs> to do some you know, some types of things. They have like microdermabrasion and stuff like that. And you, know, you have to be careful as a dude. You still want to stay masculine and not get too feminine with it. But these little things uh, really can make a big difference. And a haircut – when you go get that $60 haircut, let the guy know you just want something that fits your face. Uh, it's really important to just have it so it brings out your features in a great way. Uh, they can do a lot with just your hair. You know, They can make you yeah. much better looking, make you look like you're in style. Again, it can go into try hard. Like sometimes I'll look at guys with certain haircuts and it's just like, man, how much fucking time do you spend each morning on that haircut, bro? It's like – it just yeah. screams try hard. So you need to walk that balance between try hard and just being giving it, you know, a good effort, the old college try, right? And then let it go. So there's that balance. But if you can just like John said, if you could just keep clean and and present the best version of yourself without trying too hard, it's so unbelievably attractive to women. I mean, they'll they'll really really respond to you differently if you just get your shit together. And I dare say, a lot of people who are listening to this, you know, they might look like a troll who's living in their mom's basement and like they only come out of the out of the dungeon once every six months. It's amazing how much difference you can make. Take a really good looking guy with disgusting nails and and food in his teeth, and a not so good looking guy who's super clean and great nails and great teeth. I personally think women would probably prefer that guy over the super good looking guy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you have a fucking neck beard, please shave that shit. <laughs> That's not not a good look. And then also the hair like on the back of the neck. Yeah. Below the um, below the your hairline. Below yeah. the oh then yeah the nape. I thought you said knee. Yeah, hair below the <laughs> knee. You might want to shave that. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just 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 get that dialed in, and and super important. And um, with tattoos, I know I'm circling back again, but they have this tattoo balm that I put it on. You might want to try it too, John. They have this. Uh, I can I can send you a picture of it when we're done. But it really makes yeah. my tattoos pop. It makes them like glow. It's just hmm. this tattoo balm with like vitamin E oil in it and stuff like that. And you know, all this stuff's a little bit effeminate, but it's okay because it's going to make a big difference. It's presenting yourself is is just important because what else does she have to go on she looks at yeah. you and you know you're wearing your dungeons and dragons trench coat with a slayer t-shirt on hey i like slayer too and dude when i go work out i wear a misfits t-shirt with the arms cut off and yeah. i get checked out by tons of girls because it's like the it's like the punk rock look you know what i mean i got black oh yeah i wear black earrings too like um they're just they're just tiny black diamonds and they almost look like studs but I do have earrings. I lived in Hawaii for three years, and it seems like every dude in Hawaii gets earrings. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll get some earrings. And uh, that makes a big difference. Like my girlfriend loves it when I wear my earrings and, you know, with my haircut. And it just kind of – I look like – what did you say I look like, John, when I sent you a picture of me once? And you're like, you look like a hardcore punk rock drummer. Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Which is really ironic because I was a drummer in a hardcore punk rock band. So I was like, oh, well, that works, you know. <laughs> makes um, sense. So, you know, get your own style. 
get dialed in, get cleaned up. If you get a tattoo, make sure it represents you as a person. Um, regarding cologne, I wear Burberry Touch and it gets so many good responses. Now, I personally think it gets good responses because it just mixes well with my PO, which is the personal odor that you have. And also because I have game, of course, they're going to tell me it smells good because they're in a good state when they smell it. So they're already mm. feeling good when they smell it. So everybody thinks it smells good. But I get a real a lot of really good reaction on that. So you can try that out. Burberry Touch. And um, anything else? Sunglasses. Just make sure that you you know they fit your face. Yeah. Uh, um, anything else? Uh, Headbands. Hats. Knee warmers. <laughs> Got to wear the knee warmers, egg high socks. Uh, uh, I don't think there's there's much else. Um, yeah, just get shit fitted. You know, you can get anything fitted: t-shirts, uh, jeans. Just you know, make sure shit fits you. Uh, I mean, I guess working out too is kind of oh, like yeah. the yeah. big one. Um, that's like you know, so it's like you want to have a really good body that you that you work out with, and you know you look physically fit, and then you just add style on top of that and good hygiene, and it's just like killer. Like and, you, it's just yeah. you can't beat it. And then game, you add game on yeah. top of that, and it's just you devastate it. But yeah, having the good body, I know we've we've spoken about this in previous episodes of the podcast, but it it just needs to be said again. If you guys haven't listened to our previous podcast, um, having a ripped body makes so much difference. Uh, John, yeah. I, I swear to God, dude, I'm not bullshitting. Every time now, every Thursday I go out, uh, girls are touching my stomach because <laughs> I realized what happened because last week it happened again and I was like, okay, why is this happening? And the reason it's happening is because while I'm talking to them, I'm tall, I'm 6'3". While I'm talking to them, a lot of times like their, I guess their face is kind of where my chest is and then when they reach out to touch me, they touch my stomach. And mm. so they feel because do, do you do this like when a girl is about to touch you, you flex a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So they're about. I see the hand coming to touch my stomach, and I'll just just flex a little bit, not too obvious. And then obviously, you know, I have a six pack, so it's pretty hard. And then a lot of girls will like start like rubbing it, right? Like yeah, just no fucking boundaries, just start rubbing it. And one girl last week, she went and got her friend. She's like, feel this. And like her friend was rubbing it. And then like they got another friend and like, dude, and then they started lifting up my shirt. And like I was pretending or I was like, hey, hey don't do that. Don't do that. Like, like keeping my shirt down, like relax, girl. Like that's that's unacceptable behavior. What if I did that to you? And then she like lifted up her shirt and she had just like this amazing stomach with like this belly button ring. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, but when you get ripped like that. You really get you really get great attention from women. They'll come up to you and touch you without your permission. I get my butt grabbed all the time, um, and your arms will get touched. They'll just they'll just come up and try to think of reasons to touch you. And while you know, if we did that to them, we would be drawn, quartered, crucified, and burned alive, and then you know, unceremoniously shot out of a cannon out of the city. Um, they can do that to us without consequence. Like they, they don't apologize. They think it's funny and it's a little bit of a double standard, but I think it happens to so few guys that, you know, there, there hasn't been any backlash from the male community. Plus a lot of guys like the attention. Um, I like the attention. I think it goes a little bit too far sometimes. Like they're literally like, they fucked up one of my shirts, man. Like oh, I damn. had this, just like we were talking about, I had this shirt I really liked and they kept fucking pulling on it and like grabbing it. And uh, hold on, I'm getting a call. 
Let me just take this call real quick. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Let me just put the podcast. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so dude. anyway, they ruined oh. one of my shirts. So yeah, go ahead and talk. Yeah. Let me take it real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um, no, yeah, hey, dude, guys, up? girls can, uh, girls can be really yeah. fucking aggressive sometimes with their, the their physicality, but, um, you know, that's just, they can do it. I know it's a total fucking double standard, but I mean, you know, then again, it's like, do you really not want to have girls grab you? Like, come on, you know, but, um, regardless, like, yeah, I mean, just, you know, get, get your, uh, physical fitness down because that's sort of like the, uh, the canvas, you know, and then on top of the canvas is like the artwork, which is like the style and different stuff like that. But having a good physique is absolutely the uh, most important foundation. Um, so you know, just find a good workout routine that you like. I saw one that you can purchase. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second called Body of an Alpha. You back, Mark? Yeah, I am. And um, yeah. she she literally never calls me because she knows I hate talking on the phone. So when she does call me, it's an emergency, it's which is how, yeah. how I had to take it. So why I had to take it, I should say. So um, Is everything all right? Yeah, I think so. I'll just call her we when we're done. talk after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So what were you saying? I'm just talking about how, you know, having a good physique is really important. I mean, I think we kind of touched upon pretty much everything. There's there's physique, style, hygiene, grooming, you know, jewelry and different shit like that, matching, fit, uh, tattoos. Um, yeah, we did we did a yeah. good job. And, and also your car, um, while you don't have to have, you know, a super nice car, it kind of helps a little bit if you can pick her up in a nice car. You know, I've, yeah. I've been lucky enough to, to have that experience to where – my game was super solid, texted with her, wasn't showing off my money, and then I pulled her up, pulled up in a nice car to pick her up, didn't say anything about it. It looks really try hard when you're talking to a girl for the first time and you're sitting there wearing a Ferrari hat or you're yeah. like trying to dangle the keys to your BMW, you know, in front of her. It just looks really, really try hard and women can know when you're trying to impress them. So the best way to do it is if you have money, if you have these awesome attributes, is to not really flaunt it in their face. And that goes with having a ripped body too. Like if you're super ripped like John is and you wear like a fucking size extra small shirt, it looks like you're wearing a rash guard because you're trying to show off your muscles. It, it looks try hard to girls, but at the same time, you want to be able to make it easy for them to see that you're ripped. And by doing that, if you're swimming in your shirt, it's not as easy unless you're as jacked as John is. But for someone like me who's more lean – you know, I wear a medium shirt and it, it just has enough where you can kind of see my chest pop. You can see my arms um, and then women will will pick up on that. But it's not looking like you're trying to impress them. Remember, guys, if you're trying to impress a woman, she will immediately pick up on it and she will lose all attraction for you immediately. The what yeah. you should do is 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 go out of your way to try to not impress them. So when you mm. pick her up for the date, hey, if you happen to have you know a sick Mercedes or a fucking Porsche, whatever it is, pick her up in it. But don't like flaunt it. And then what I'd do is I'd pick her up in it and go take her on a ten dollar date, because mm. that's communicating to her. Yeah, chick, I have money, but this is our first date, and you got to earn it. And I don't know you, so we're gonna go on a inexpensive date. It doesn't need to be cheap in the way of McDonald's or something cheesy <laughs> like that. It should be eclectic and cool and kind of like you know stylish. But you're not gonna drop that much money on her because you don't know much about her. So when you do all these things and you communicate all these things, um, getting girls, it, it it doesn't become a problem for you anymore. And in fact, you have to start fighting them off, and you gotta like really choose the ones you like, and you have sexual choice in that respect. Yeah. And that's the ultimate goal is just having choice, literally mm -hmm. not not choosing from neediness and desperation, for, but from abundance. It is. It is cool, man. Well, well, I think we did a good job. Um, 
you know, as masculine as we are. And it's funny because everything that you were explaining about your wardrobe is exactly how my wardrobe is. And another <laughs> thing, like, um, this is really getting anal about like masculinity and femininity, but dark colors are feminine, blacks, dark blues. That's what I wear. And like br bright colors are a little bit effeminate. So I would be careful about wearing these like, like super bright colored shirts that you see guys wearing. And dude, a lot of the times when I go to the bars, I can tell how much a game a guy has just by what he's wearing. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you'll get these guys wearing these like collared shirts that are like super bright colored. They're all the way buttoned up. And then they, it just looks, I don't know, it just looks try hard in a weird way. Like when I go to the bars, I just wear a t-shirt. But again, the t-shirt shows that I'm ripped. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I, um, I live in a college town. And so that's the one thing that I kind of always fight against because it's like every, every, uh, like frat boy and like preppy person here, they wear the same fucking uniform. It's like salmon colored shorts with the boat shoes and a fucking like uh, you know, like long sleeve checkered t-shirt or not t-shirt, uh, like dressed button down shirt. Brother. And, uh, real quick, it's like, can I interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember like six months ago we were talking and I told you I was over on the East coast hiking the Appalachian trail. Oh, and you talk, yeah. With the fucking, uh, the, what was the, you name? You named something that everyone wore and you were like, what the fuck is this? Like, dude, I'm like, why is it all your boys over there wear these boat outfits? Yeah. Like no yeah, socks, dude. these like loafers with the, with the shorts and then like the the button up shirts, I was like, what the fuck style is yeah, that? You're like, bro. It's, it's because that's like the least offensive fucking most like, can I fit in and be a part of the group outfit? Like it, it sh it's just like, it's try hard. Like you said, it's like, it's p fucking pathetic. It's like, they're all just wearing the same uniform because they don't want to like stand out. And they're just like, can you guys accept me now? I have the same uniform. Like, <laughs> so I, I stay away from that shit. I just don't like it. Now, let me ask you um, this though, because what I often tell my, my clients is you should dress you should dress how the bar is. So if you're going to a cowboy bar, if you have a cowboy hat yeah. and a cowboy outfit, you should wear that. If you're going to like a, a paradise bar, like a, a beach bar, you should wear like flip-flops. You should dress to the bar itself. So I wonder if I went over there to the East Coast, kind of dressed how I dressed, which I would probably say is maybe like Southern California inspired, would I pull or because I'm not wearing the, the boat outfit, would I not pull? Yeah, we'll see again. That's that's why I constantly battle against it because it's like that's a certain look that is like I'm in a fraternity, mm. right? So it's like it, it it says that about you generally, but at the same time, I think it's fucking gay and I don't like it. So it's like I'm battling with that internally. And I mean, I think I think you can do just fine without wearing that type of shit. There's some girls where it's like they'll only want to date a guy that's in a fraternity. Yeah. But I don't I don't I don't care too much about them. So I think that uh. You know, in general, though, as uh, if if you moved to any other town that wasn't a college town, people are like mature enough to realize that it's fucking dumb, and they know that like wearing that Southern California like style with like the jacket and dark denim, like that that shows like a lot of actual uh, you know suave and sophistication and connection and just like maturity and experience in the world is, is what I found. Yeah, I agree with that, and I noticed too that um, in some of the bars that I go to here in Denver. I'll dress like I explain, and then you'll see there's this there's these couple guys that come in and they wear like these really nice suits, right? But everybody else is wearing kind of similar to what I'm wearing, or maybe even a little country inspired, you know, cowboy hat stuff like that, because it's Denver. And those guys do not pull. And now yeah. I watch them and I watch their approach, and their approach is fucked up. And you know, they're certainly doing some things wrong with their approach. But it's also important to dress 
you know, to the level that other people are dressing to and in the theme of the types of bars you're going to go to, just be the coolest guy in that bar who's dressed yeah. appropriately for that scene and you'll do just fine. That's what it comes down to. And uh, one one last note too that I think, I think is kind of funny. Um, sometimes actually dressing ridiculously like down is actually a status symbol. So like yeah. if you look at like – because you know if – like for example, I was watching this uh, video promotion for this this like really exclusive uh, party in Las Vegas recently. And everyone's like dressed like you know in like thousands and thousands of dollars, like $10,000, $20,000 uh, worth of watches and suits and everything. And, and then like you know they're trying to impress. There's like you know champagne and like all this crazy stuff like nice cars. And then Dan Bilzerian walks in in like a white t-shirt <laughs> and just like shorts. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because it's like – Sometimes, if you know, guys that you're listening, don't do that, but just be aware of that dynamic. Sometimes going into a place dressed like that actually communicates, I'm so cool that they let me in even and, – and I'm so cool that I don't have to dress like you guys. Like that's that's what it communicates. It's like if Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, went into a club, they would let him in wearing anything because he's so high status. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's what that can communicate too. But um, yeah, in general, like – Dress like appropriate for the place that you're going. Uh, like Mark said, dress for the type of bar or venue you're going to and just combine that with good game and, and uh, social awareness and you'll be fucking golden. Yeah, absolutely. I mean if you have if you have the status already, then you can do that. And even if your game is so strong tight and you can just dress like a bum and pull, but that's like some next, next level shit. So uh, most of you guys who are starting out, you know, we suggest adhering to the principles that we outlined yeah. in this podcast and you should do just fine. And another thing I wanted to mention is don't underestimate the importance of getting ripped. I mean, we've drummed on it so much in other podcasts. We were perhaps kind of just like, you know, going over it quickly in this one, but um, this is the style. This is the style podcast. So I just want to reiterate that you should definitely get yourself in shape. Um, if you can be ripped, you're going to get so much better responses from women. And it actually doesn't take as much as you think it might take. John's program, Body of an Alpha, is the program that I took. And it's available at – did we get that URL up yet? Get the Not yet, body? no. But there's okay. a link down below you guys can click on. Yeah, there's a link down below. And for people listening on different um, you know, different devices, we are getting a unique URL set up for that eventually. But it's really important to get as ripped as you can. And you can go to MasculineDevelopment.com and just uh, just click on the, the advertisement for Get the Perfect Body. So anyway, I took that, that course and the response has been phenomenal. So don't underestimate the power of getting a good body or even a better body than you have now. You know, if you're overweight, even obese, if you can just work on yourself and try to get yourself dialed in, I mean, the results are going to be absolutely phenomenal. So you can get that by clicking the link below. I'm going to give a quick plug for my program. It's called The Approach Formula. It teaches you how to approach a woman and walk away with her phone number. I typically sell it for 33 bucks, but since you are listening to this podcast, I want to give you a thank you and let you get it for 10 measly dollars. You can grab that at gettheapproachformula.com. I also offer one-on-one coaching on the phone, blow through your sticking points, help you with any issues you have with women, I use field tested NLP principles to be able to blast through, you know, any of these things that you're struggling with to get absolutely phenomenal results. You can get coaching with me at marksingcoaching.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-N-G, coaching.com, and uh, check out the sales page there. And if you have any questions, you can hit us up about that as well. Um, in addition to Body of an Alpha, John, you have two other products, correct? 
I do. So like we said, I've got Body and Alpha, which is my definitive guide to building a physique that women find very attractive. Uh, I talk about the actual workout routine that I use that I give you in the book. Uh, I talk about health and nutrition, uh, you know, how to count your calories, fad diets versus actual diets that are proven to work. Uh, I talk about even the dark underbelly of the fitness industry, steroids, SARMs, and, and how you can approach those if you want to. Uh, you can get that all down below by clicking in the link. Uh, it's phenomenal. I've had great results. Like I said, there's some uh, before and after pictures on the sales page. You can go check them out. In addition to that, I have seven strategies to develop your masculinity, which is my best-selling ebook. It comes with four free bonuses, five if you include the uh, alpha male inner circle chat group that we've got going. So go ahead and check that out down below. It is basically seven quick strategies that you can use to become extremely masculine, dominant, assertive, and basically just create natural game by developing the masculine characteristics that women are attracted to. And then lastly, there's Bitcoin Millionaire, which is a 10 plus module video course on how I make six figures a year trading cryptocurrencies. And best of all, it actually includes one-on-one -on -one coaching access to myself, John Anthony, where you can literally ask me questions and I'll answer them. I'll sometimes answer them as I do a market update. So via video, I'll answer them. And you see exactly what I'm buying and what I'm selling and when I'm doing it. So you can actually follow along and make money with me. So uh, I don't think there's any spots available right now. If you click on the link below, you can check out the sales page with the information. But uh, you should not be able to get in at this moment. But if you want, you can send me an email. And uh, if I you know, feel like you're going to be a good match for the course, then I'll let you in. So those are my three products. And Mark has his as well. They're all phenomenal. Uh, check them all out in the links down below. I wanted to mention that on the back end of my program, GetTheApproachFormula.com, you can upgrade to my book called The Conversation Sniper. And that gives you probably about 150 lines to say to girls to keep the conversation going. Many guys will struggle with the first conversation. They'll run out of things to say and then the girl will just walk out of their life forever and they'll spend the rest of the day thinking about her, masturbating to her in a pool of their own tears. So if you want to create a good conversation, you can go ahead and grab that book. And what I want to start doing in, in each podcast, I want to give a line. And um, this is just off the top of my head. I haven't looked in that book in a while. But one thing you can ask a girl to get the conversation going is if you could do anything without any chance of failure, anything at all, what would it be? That's a great, that's a great little bait to get her talking, to get her invested in the conversation. And you guys are probably thinking about that right now. Like what would I do if you know, I had no chance of failure whatsoever? I would succeed in anything I put my mind to. And uh, for me and John, it's helping guys with their self-esteem and helping guys with women. So uh, I know I speak for John too, but we're doing what we love to do and it's really important. So anyway, I want to throw out one of those conversation snipers during each podcast to help you guys with your conversations with women. But if you want to get all 150 of those lines, go ahead and upgrade when you do uh, get the approach formula and it's gettheapproachformula.com. So I think that's a wrap for us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can hit John up on his website or email me through my sales pages and we will see you guys in the next podcast. All right. Talk to you guys later.